if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, did you hear the latest for crab lover lovers at uh, Red Lobster? Uh, tell me if this sounds good, Kev, because you grew up eating crab. I'm sure this is a different kind of crab than you ate in Maryland. Right. But new crabby cheese fries. Mm, that does sound good. Cheese and crab? Depends on what kind of cheese. I know there's a lot of garlic sauce on there, too. Mm, sounds good to me. Second, do you have? Uh, do you like to have food delivered or do you prefer to pick up at the restaurant? More and more people are picking up food themselves because they're trying to avoid the delivery fees that DoorDash and Uber mm. Eats charge. And finally, in the world of food, think about this for a second. What's the strangest, the oddest TikTok recipe you've ever tasted? People are flocking to McDonald's to taste this new concoction that's trending you order two hash browns and a McFlurry, and you make it into an ice cream sandwich. Look at this masterpiece. Mm. That's like a two-year-old's party in a sandwich. Mm. Yeah, I can see that, because we, we used to get French fries and a, uh, a sundae, a chocolate sundae, and dip the French fries in the sundae. So it's I've kind never of the done same, that. That's same sh- thing. That Australian lady refers to that. She's like, if you're... If you're like hating on me for liking these hash brown sandwiches, uh-huh, uh-huh. if you've ever, and she goes, if you've ever dipped your chips into your ice cream, yeah, yeah then shame the time. to you. So, to, I yeah. mean, I haven't done it since high school, but we that that used to be like you get the salty, you get the sweet, everything. But so two yeah, of those thick that. hash browns and a McFlurry, I can't imagine how full you would feel. Oh yeah, that's, that's you, a lot. you hit all the major food groups there. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. The, the lunch of champions. Oh, and she got an M M&M and M McFlurry and loved the extra crunch. <laughs> how bad can it be? It's a sandwich. <laughs> Do you feel like a lot of people have the same birthday as you? And they're, they're always like, oh, yeah, that's my birthday, too. Um, or do you feel like you don't really know anyone else who has the same birthday mm. as you? We're going to talk about that next. You say it's your birthday. You take Da-da-da. the time about birthdays. And uh, yeah. does anybody uh, have a birthday that coincides with yours? Anybody have a birthday that coincides with yours? I do not know. Uh, well, you know what? Here's the deal. We had someone, a, a kid named with the coolest name ever, named Beethoven. <laughs> and he has the same exact birthday as me. And it's rare for huh. me to ever meet anyone else born on May 27th. Yeah. Um, how about you? Do you have many September people on September 11th? 11th? Um, it, it wasn't that that I knew that many until 9-11 happened. Mm. And now people tend to gravitate yeah. towards other people who have a birthday on, Interesting. on September 11th. So I know quite a few now. But before that, I hardly knew any. Well, they did a full-on analysis of the most common birth dates <laughs> and uh, it's not just huh. my imagination. I looked up September, I mean, uh, May 27th, and it's like very uncommon for people to have uh, May 27th if there's a birthday. So uh, here's the scoop. Um, it shows that more Americans are born in September and July. My sister was born on the 4th of July, while the rarest birthdays are November, December, and January. And uh, you missed it by one day, Kev, September 12th, 18th, 25th and 26th hmm. are all around nine months after Christmas. Uh-huh. And those were found to be the most common days for birth. I know you have two kids born in September yeah. in your family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the popular birthdays in September are widely believed to be due to the cold weather experienced during the previous winter, encouraging more people to stay inside. September 9th is the most common with September 19th as the second most common. Hmm. Don't you have an 18th? Mm-hmm. in your family mm-hmm. um and so yeah i guess that's why I don't, I don't know what the deal is with my parents i gotta figure it out because they have a they have five daughters 
and they were all born in May, June, and July. Hmm. So my oldest sister's May 7th. I'm May 27th. The twins are June 30th and Sarah's July 4th. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, what happened nine months prior? <laughs> I got to figure out if that's their anniversary <laughs> or something. <laughs> so you go to a concert, you see your favorite band, right? You're like, right, let's go check out the merch table. And you, you look at the t-shirts and you're like, oh my gosh, that much money for a t-shirt? They're my favorite band, but Wow. So what is the most you've ever paid for a T-shirt? Wait till you hear how much people are shelling out for an F1 T-shirt next. How much is the most you've ever spent on a T-shirt, Taylor? Ooh. Have um, you ever splurged them in like, oh, well, my gosh, I, just, I love it so much. I never do this. I but have be on, honest, uh, be yes, uh, not on musician T-shirts, but on a sport T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how much? Um... Well, the hoodie was ridiculous. How much? I'm trying to think if I spent a lot on a t-shirt. Are we talking like hoodie over, was over like, fifty dollars? Yeah, I think it was fifty. It was on sale. Yeah, and it was way too much. Okay, I I've done the it. same thing. I've spent way too much on a, on a t-shirt, but not this much. Uh, Chanel has released their line of F1 t-shirts. F1 is Formula One racing. Very glamorous racing. Mm. They race in Monte Carlo. They race. Uh, they had a race in Miami and. Uh, every American celebrity that could possibly get there was there trying to get their picture taken with these glamorous drivers and stuff. It's very hoity-toity. So Chanel's line of F1 t-shirts will cost you, for one t-shirt, $4,450. No way. Who would buy that? And they are sold out. (laughs) No. That is a trip to like somewhere around the world, like spectacular. Who would do that? I don't know. I guess somebody that could afford a t-shirt that you could accidentally shrink in the wash. I don't think ever wash it. If you're spending forty four hundred dollars on a t-shirt, you're not doing your own laundry. (laughs) You're not doing your own laundry. But are you just framing (laughs) it? You shrink it in the wash. No, you're not wearing it, are you? No, people are wearing them. What? Yeah, forty four hundred and fifty dollars for a t-shirt. So next time you go to a concert and your better half is telling you, I'm not spending sixty dollars for a t-shirt, you can go. It's not like it's a Chanel F1 shirt. <laughs> you wow. can, you can I got to see what these shirts the like I'm Googling them. I can't imagine. You could compare the concert T-shirt price to that and make the concert T-shirt sound almost reasonable. <laughs> blown. My mind is blown. $4,400. I don't question who would buy that. I want to know. I know there are people with that kind of money. But even if I had that kind of money, I'd go for a T-shirt? I don't uh-uh. think I would lose that sense of, you're crazy. Are you trying to teach your kids, your son or daughter, to be a little bit more resilient You might want to tell him this story at the dinner table tonight. Xavier lives in St. Louis. He's only 14, and he wanted to be there for his middle school graduation, but he realized, I don't got a ride. I don't. Mom and dad can't help me. No one can help me. So he made sure he left early, and he walked six miles to his middle school graduation. And when someone at the graduation mentioned it, he got a standing ovation. Mm. And one of those people in the audience was Dr. Latonia Collins-Smith, who's the president of Harris-Stowe State University. She was so impressed with his behavior. She's giving Xavier a full scholarship when he's ready for college. It spoke volumes to me. It spoke resilience. This is a type of kid that we want to recruit to Harris-Stowe. When she told Xavier, hey, you're getting a full ride, Mm -hmm. he thought, 
they meant a ride to school. (laughs) And she had to tell him, no, it's way better than that. It's a full ride to college. Wow. That is awesome. Isn't that great? You never know who's in the crowd at a graduation. Never know. Even eighth grade. All right. So Father's Day is coming around and dads get a lot of ties They get lots of coffee mugs. World's greatest dad. Yeah. And so here's an idea for you. If your dad happens to love wearing Crocs, they sell Croc shoe lights. They say they're awesome to illuminate campsites, dog walks, jogs, when your dad's riding his bike. And he can wear them in the house so he doesn't step on that okay, awful when, Lego. When you said shoe lights, I thought of like the little kid shoes where with every step it flashes. These are like flashlights on the shoes. They're croc to headlamps. To illuminate your way. The equivalent of a he- headlamp <laughs> but you or a flashlight, but you, you clip them to your the front of your crocs <laughs> and they're croc lights. And they're only like $8.99. They're waterproof and lightweight and come in three modes. So you could flash them. That is like... Hardcore dad mode. Where, it reminds me of when you used to flip your sunglasses up. When you had those flip yeah, glasses. Yeah, those clip-ons. Those things you are great. You should get these and, and act like it for reals with your kids. Like that you really like them. Well, I'm only a pair of Crocs short. That's <laughs> true. You got to buy the Crocs first. So we're talking about Father's Day and what do you get for dear old dad uh, for his big day. My wife is struggling big time this year. What to get for me. And she had come up with a great gift. I mean, this is like over the top gift idea. But I was like, honey, as thoughtful as that is, that's just not going to work. We'll talk about it next. I think I know why your wife is struggling on what to get you for Father's Day. Why? Because when you want something like a book or a music that comes out, you get it. Yeah, well, she already have everything. She's thinking way bigger than that. I don't know why this year in particular, she's like wants to go all out for Father's Day. But she said one of your favorite bands is playing. It's obscure in the U.S. band no one's ever heard of, Deacon Blue. They're playing in Glasgow, Scotland (laughs) in October. Would you like to go? And I said, letter number A, yes, I would love to go. Number B, I already checked that date and we're going to be on our our anniversary trip. (laughs) On your Viking cruise? Wow. That would be tricky to pull off both. Yeah. I said, but honey, I like your thinking. <laughs> wow. I wonder if she is going to do this for you someday. Keep thinking big like that. Next time. I, I like where you're going. So have you ever had someone give you something for free? And in the moment you're like, oh, really? Thanks. And then later you're like, I don't know if this was the gift that I thought it was. Hmm. That happened to me the other day. I'll tell you about it next. So have you ever had someone give you a gift and in the moment you're like, no way, thank you. And then later you're like, wait, I don't know if this is the gift that I thought it was. Hmm. That happened to me the other day. Um, I talked my husband into going to this plant nursery because I wanted to plant flowers. And he's like, ah, flowers are such a pain. They're expensive. You got to try and keep them alive. Uh, Why do you want to do flowers? And I said, because it makes me happy. So we went to this uh, new discount plant place. I had never heard of it. My brother-in-law told us about. And um, a lot of the people there are like professional landscapers, but they let people like me buy. And so I, I found the flowers I wanted. I have three little pallets and Glenn's like, you wait right there. I'll go in and pay and then I'll bring the car around and da, da, da. So meanwhile, I was just kind of like deadheading the flowers I picked and making them all look pretty. 
And we loaded uh, the flowers, the three pallets into Glenn's car. And this guy who works there comes up to me and he had the most awesome Jamaican accent, which I can't do service to. But he's like, have you ever tried sun patients? And I was like, sun patients? No, I haven't. And he goes, I give you some. And he handed me a whole pallet of 18 of these beautiful red flowers. And he goes, a lot of water, a lot of water. And I went, okay, thank you so much. Well, I didn't want them to die, so I had to plant them. So I had to dig 18 more holes than I planned on digging. (laughs) And so I am so sore. The back of my legs are just like, they do look really pretty. Because I normally only put flowers in the front yard where people are going to see them. Mm -hmm. But for the first time ever, I planted some flowers in the backyard. And it does add like a pop of color and... I hope I can keep did, them alive and give a, them a lot of water. I was going to say, a did you lot of water. quantify what do you mean by that? He didn't say so. He Actually, he just he said, just Google it. <laughs> and I was glad I did because they like to be planted like 12 to 18 inches apart. Hmm. And I would have put them way too close. Hmm. So anyway, it was, it was a really sweet free gift. gift he, turned into uh, more work than you expected. Yeah, instead of planting flowers for one afternoon, it ate up two afternoons of my weekend. <laughs> She wound up doing uh, doing some yard work. I wound up doing some yard work yesterday too that uh, I had not anticipated. Because I look, out, I go out on our back deck and I look at our backyard, and in the in the winter time we can see straight through. There's some woods behind our house, but in winter time we can see straight through to the people behind us. Mm-hmm. And we love spring and summer and most of the fall. The leaves are up, and it's like we have our own little world in the nice. backyard. You can't That's see any awesome. any other houses, right? Very cool. And my wife said, "Hey, there's a lot of branches and brush growing over our fence. We have a big fence. We have five dogs. We have a big fence in the backyard. So some brush growing over the fence. Would you mind trimming that? Which meant I had to first go around the back of the fence." trimming then i had to get the ladder out go around the front of the fence That's a lot of work yeah yeah, yeah. it was way more than i bargained for um and the thing that i didn't anticipate was reaching up for about an hour and a half is about how long it took me and that motion i woke up this morning my back was so sore oh no yeah my lower back is so sore from all the weeding and flower planting i know we have a lot of guys listening that that's what you do for a living you're landscapers Mm. for for a living God bless you all. <laughs> Utmost respect to what you do every day. I don't know so if you work. get used to the backache or the muscles just get strong and you don't have the backache anymore. But wow, I knew I was doing some yard work this morning. That's for sure. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. You have a job or a career that's creating a legacy. Like maybe you're a teacher who's now teaching your former students, kids. Uh, Check this out. You're going to love this. A guy named Xavier, he grew up in Long Beach, California, and a firefighter named Jeff saved his life 23 years ago. Xavier was a little two-year-old, and there was a fire at his house. He needed CPR, and he was in a coma for a month. Well, he has a picture captured by a photographer of Jeff carrying him out of a burning building. Well, just recently, Jeff was able to meet Xavier's son, who's around the same age now. He's about two. And he has pictures of that meeting as well. So he did like a little pick frame side by side. (laughs) Here he is rescuing me. And now because he rescued me, I have a son. And the legacy continues all thanks to Jeff, the firefighter. Oh, that's really cool. Okay. You've heard of red flags when it comes to dating, right? Like, oh, that's a red flag. But coming up, have you ever heard of beige flags? 
When talking to someone about dating, someone new, of course you've heard, ooh, that's a red flag. I don't mm-hmm. know about that. That's a red flag. Yeah, I'm glad my wife ignored all those. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever heard of a beige flag? It's an idiosyncrasy that's kind of funny, weird, and unique, but okay. not necessarily bad or not necessarily good. It can be cute, but it can also be odd. It could be something that makes you truly unique, and when it comes to someone you're interested in, you've got to decide if it's cute or cringeworthy. Mm. And uh, apparently the reason they came up with beige flag, they think it's because we live in a society that likes categories and labels for everything. Mm -hmm. So um, the new one is, ooh, that's a beige flag. Huh. So the the Stanley Cup finals are underway. I I, I don't know if I've mentioned it before or not. My wife and I, we adopted the Vegas Golden Knights as our favorite team, and we jumped on that bandwagon like two years ago just in time to make it to the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, And last, we were watching the first game the other night, and something happened that reminded us of a TV we had when we first got married that had a flaw. It had a very small flaw, but this made watching hockey like impossible. We'll talk about it next. So we'd love to hear from you if you had something weird or quirky that you made do with when you first got married. Because, you know, when you first get married, money's tight and you can't just like replace stuff if something breaks or something's not working quite right. You make do, right? Right. So my my wife and I, we had a TV when we first got married and it had, I'm not kidding you, a little black dot in the middle of the TV screen. Hmm. Little black dot, middle TV. Usually, no big deal. It didn't matter. You're watching a movie or something. You didn't even notice it. It never like took away somebody's nose or anything. No, no, no. It's just a little black dot. <laughs> okay. However, I've been a lifelong hockey fan and try to watch hockey. And you've got you're trying to follow the puck, which is a little black dot. And you've got a little black dot always in the middle of the screen. Basically, there's two pucks going all the time, oh, and no. you wouldn't know where to look. You'd be like. Wait a minute, where is it? I mean, every now and then you'd watch that center and you'd miss a goal or something because of this little black dot uh-huh. in the middle. And we didn't, I mean, we were just married. We didn't have any money. Right. I mean, like no money. Our Friday night entertainment was we would go to the laundromat if we had a whole roll of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> we were broke. So we weren't about to replace a TV. Yeah. So I'm wondering, did you have anything like that when you first got married that you, you just made do with it? Because you couldn't replace it, but it caused something comical to happen like us. We had difficulty watching hockey because of that little black dot in the middle of the TV screen. And on the white ice, it looked like a second puck. We'd love to hear from you. Lisa, we're talking about uh, my wife and I had this weird TV when we first got married. Had a little black dot in the middle of the screen. It made watching hockey virtually impossible. Did you have anything like that when you first got married? Uh, well, we when we first got married, we had hand-me-downs for everything in oh, our yeah. house. and. My parents gave me a, a couch or a sofa. I know what it's properly called. <laughs> but um, we loved that sofa, and it wore out. And we took cinder blocks and a piece of plywood and put under the cushions to keep it up and because it was so comfortable. <laughs> I love it. We just got rid of our hand-me-down furniture two years ago. <laughs> so I can so empathize. We all you know, do that we, when we first get married, right? 35 years, it's you have no money and you're thankful for anything you get and yeah we didn't have the money to replace a couch so we made do and 
we're still together 35 years later. That's all right. <laughs> well, you know, when we first got married, I, I had and still have a big album collection, you know, vinyl albums. Nothing holds them yes. better than milk crates, still to this day. <laughs> the milk crate. Yes. We use those in college yes. all the time. Yeah. Anyone in your life expecting a baby soon? They took a look at the baby name trends for this year so far, and uh, here are some things they're noticing. First, nicknames have become names. Uh, names like Ellie, Theo, Nora, Josie, and Charlie. Names with strong meaning are super popular, and you did this as middle names, Kev. Faith and Grace. And then Ethan, which means strong or well-lived. So those are some mm. of the popular name trends right now. Yeah, back in the day, remember they, uh, uh, not remember, but, but way, way back when, they would name people after virtues. Like you would, Constance or Patience, they would, mm. you would name people after those things. But um, nicknames, everybody calls their kid, especially if it's a son, at some point, Buddy. <laughs> Are we going to wind up having young men named Buddy? Maybe, Buddy the Elf. <laughs> Do you have anybody in your life that it, it seems like, man, what are they going to do next? You see their social media posts and they're like, here we are at the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. And you're like, of course you are. My cousin Carol is like that. She hiked the whole Appalachian Trail. Wait till you hear about her latest adventure. Do you have anybody in your life that they are just an adventurer? You see their like social media or they let you know like, hey, guess where we're going next? And you're like, of course you're going to canoe down the Amazon River because that's how you roll. My cousin Carol is like that. She's been like that her entire life. Um, she was always like, I don't know if you had cousins like this that were like five or ten years older than you. So they were like really cool. You looked up to everything they did. That, that was my cousin Carol and her stepbrother Billy. They, they were that for me. They were like my cool cousins. Always looked up to them. And I remember going to her graduation. She graduated from this really hoity-toity private girl school. Um, wow. And this was the 70s. So they all graduated. They had white gowns and white flowers in their hair. And, wow. And you were just, one, she was one of those people you wouldn't know what she would do with her life. So she went on to be an interior designer and she had her own. Uh, she did interior design specializing in hospitals. She would do the interior design for for hospital waiting rooms and foyers and very lobbies cool. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, very successful woman. Um, but in her personal life, she's done all kinds of cool stuff. Like she she hiked the Appalachian Trail. Now she wasn't one of those people that did it all beginning to end in one one shot. Her and her friends said we don't have the free time to do that, but we could do do it by section. Mm -hmm. So it took them like four or five years, but they did the whole Appalachian Trail. Um, but she just texted me this morning said, "Hey, Kev." My two friends and I just finished cycling 800 miles on the Empire State Trail in New York. Wow. I thought this was something I could never do. It was so epic, but it happened and I survived. How they did cool it all in one. Yeah, like, yeah. No, like the, I don't know how long it whoa. took. I'm going to have to go to her Facebook page to check it out. But 800 miles. And this Ooh. isn't like when they say trail, this isn't paved. This was like mountain biking for 800 miles. Whoa, I'm totally Googling, Googling How awesome right is that? That's How a... awesome is that? That's my cousin Carol. So wow. I don't know if you so have anybody cool. in your life like that, but I re I get her post or I get an update on her life like that, and she inspires me so much. Not to go and ride my bike 800 miles on the Empire State Trail, get you, but I might go <laughs> for a bike ride later today. So thanks, Carol. Okay, I got a fun little game for you, and it's called Would You Buy This? There, I stumbled across something the other day, and I'm like, I, for me personally, I don't think I would, but I like to hear what you feel about this next. Okay. I have a fun little game for you. Would you buy this? And, um, wait, this... is it on sale? 
no, it's not on sale. So I don't buy anything if it's not on sale. So. For me, this was a, a hard no. And you know me, Kev. Usually I can be like, oh, I don't know. It depends on the circumstances. I'm not sure. I'm not super <laughs> decisive as a human being. But uh, this one was a hard no. And it was uh, my husband and I were out hiking and we're pretty much in the middle of it felt like the middle of nowhere. And there was this little platform so you could take in the view. So someone had taken the time to build a deck so you could just take in the mountains mm-hmm. and plugged in with electricity was a vending machine selling local meats and cheeses from the farms nearby. No and I was like, no way I could. I've never seen anything like this in my life. And you could get like sausages and salami and different like right, smoked right. meats and cheeses. And, um, you know, they had the prices and then you hit number one. And uh, I'm looking closer to see. I don't even. Yeah, I think it took. No, it only took cash. So I don't think it took credit card. I'm zooming or in on it. Debit, yeah, um, yeah. But I was just like, wait a minute. Wait, wait. I cannot compute. I'm like, wait, this vending machine is out in the middle of nowhere. How do they know uh-huh. that it stayed on at all times, that there was no powder outages <laughs> and the meats and cheeses no, I mean, aged beyond what they were supposed some to things age? things in life you have to like roll the dice and take your chance, I yeah. guess, and that would be one I of just, them. I, it was a hard no for me. I would totally like, do it. Would oh, you absolutely. really? Yeah, yeah. Vending machine, cheese and meat. Oh, yeah. Man, that's like <laughs> elevated vending machine. <laughs> it's, it's like not, nothing not, I've ever seen in my life. That's stale Cheetos. That's, that's, I, mean, that's, I don't know why. I just If I could drive up to the farm and buy it from a sweet old farming lady, I think I'd feel safer than but you are. You're the vending just, machine. You're just, she just can't stand there all day <laughs> selling you her wares, right? So she yeah. puts it in basically in a fridge and says, uh, yeah, buy it if you want it. No, I love that. No oh, thanks. totally in. Totally. Can't do it. <laughs> I just I became very aware of the inconsistencies in my personality. And I'll just be the first to admit it. So I was like, hard no on the meat and cheese vending machine. Mm-hmm. What if that thing had turned off? On the same exact hike out in the mountains, I drank from this weird spigot that promised to have water that would heal every disease. <laughs> and when I sucked it in, the taste of it, I, my, my husband said I turned into a Kathy cartoon. I literally went, <laughs> which I've never made that sound before in my life. And you trusted, Probably never will again. You trusted this water because it was free. If they were charging for it, you'd have been like, mm, yeah. so mm. bottom line from this whole story, we're learning I'm very cheap, <laughs> not frugal, cheap. <laughs>